Hello everyone, this is Attack the Backlog, the podcast where I, Mark Kuznez, tries to make a dent in their backlog one game at a time. This episode is all about Pokemon Sword and Shield, a game that needs no introduction because if you don't know what Pokemon is, especially after the craze that was, and I guess still is, Pokemon Go, you are a rare and special beast, and I kind of want you to remain oblivious, and by kind of, I mean please stop watching this and remain no more the wiser. However, if you are curious, it's a game about catching animals against their will, forcing them to beat the shit out of each other until one is so weak it can't even move, and doing it all for fame money and glory it's a disgusting series and you should all be ashamed of yourselves for liking it but also it's a pretty good time mixed messages and failed attempts at humor aside pokemon is a series i loved for many years during my younger days pokemon blue is still one of my top 10 favorite games of all time but i have been away from this series for a very long time the last games i played through to completion were heart gold and soul silver on ds so it's been a decade since i've tried to catch them all and Well, it's been a pretty bittersweet reunion. At first, I was having a good enough time with the game. The in-game characters looked alright, though your mother is way too attractive and also my type, and I was not a fan of the way the game made me feel like an anime character, you know, like my mom and nasty shit like that, and the Pokemon themselves looked great, but when I left my house for the first time and saw the world, I was impressed by just how pretty it all looked. It may not be able to compete with other games in terms of pixel count, but the world is vibrant, colorful, and most importantly, inviting. I wanted to see more of the world and how different areas looked, and in that regard, the game didn't disappoint, but once I left my home to start my very own adventure, that's when things started to fall apart. Before I get to why Pokemon Sword didn't work for me, and believe me, no one is sadder about this than yours truly, I am honestly a little heartbroken about it. Let me preface this all by saying I don't think the game is entirely at fault, but that after being away for so long, I didn't realize until now that I've just grown out of love with what Pokemon is today. Whatever changes have been made during these last 10 years I've been away, Pokemon is still very much so the same same game I played all those years ago and that game just isn't a game for me anymore. I think the biggest problem is that while the Switch can be a portable device, I barely ever use it as one and regardless, I'm just not much of a portable gamer anymore. After graduating from school, it was as if a Switch, no pun intended, was flipped in me and the idea of gaming on the go became more of a hassle than anything else and calling it a hassle isn't even the right word. I just got to a point where I no longer had the desire to do anything on the go outside of listening to music and watching the world around me. Instead of having my head buried in some electronic device, whether that be a dedicated handheld or a phone, you may be asking yourself, what does any of this have to do with Pokemon? Well, for me, after playing Pokemon Sword, it became apparent very quickly that Pokemon, as it still is today, is a portable game. I know people have been clamoring to have a real Pokemon game on home consoles for years I was even part of that group for a while but now that I have that I've realized I don't actually want that but then again the switch is the best of both worlds right you can play it on your big tv or you can take it on the go so it's a pokemon game you can play however you want whenever you want 
wherever you want, right? That is right, but as this episode will continue to reiterate like a Magikarp that does nothing but splash until it splashed all the splashes it could ever hope to splash, and like the last words of a breakup, it's not you, you being Pokemon, it's me. I am not the same person I was when I fell in love with Pokemon Blue, which I would hope is the case since that was 20 years ago, but I'm also not the same person I was when I got lost in Pokemon Soul Silver, which again was 10 years ago, and 10 years is no drop in the bucket either. A lot has happened during those 10 years, and I have grown and matured a lot since then, which isn't to say I think Pokemon is for immature people, because while I may be more mature, I'm probably more immature as well. It's just that I know what I want these days, much more so than when I was still a bright-eyed college student and once I hit a certain age or a certain part of my life, I started to look at how I spent my time with a much more critical eye. It is time I value more than anything these days because it is a resource we can never regain. Time loss is lost forever and because of this, I try not to waste my time as much as possible. If I'm not enjoying a game, I'm not going to give it 10 hours to get good. Hell, I'm not even going to give it 5. If I'm not enjoying the first few episodes of a TV show, I'm not going to watch another season and a half to get to the good bits. If the first 30 minutes of a movie doesn't grab me, I feel no obligation to watch any more of it. I could go on and on with examples, but I think you get the point. And I'm mentioning all of this because it soon became apparent that Pokemon is no longer a game I want to quote-unquote waste my time with and I don't know if some of these problems are exacerbated in Pokemon Sword and Shield or if these issues are just the way the series has always been in that, again, it's not you, it's me. But enough about me already, it's time I talked about the game and why I didn't enjoy my time with it. First and foremost, I couldn't care less about the story, but at the same time, I don't think I've ever cared about a Pokemon story. The story of Pokemon was always a simple one for me, and any additional story was unneeded flavor. For me, Pokemon is and always will be about two things, collecting gym badges and becoming the champion, and collecting all the Pokemon. The latter being the more important of the two, and that's exactly where Pokemon Sword lost me. At first, I had a good enough time collecting Pokemon and was, overall, enjoying my trip down memory lane, but it didn't take long for something to pop up and ruin all desire to spend any significant time trying to catch them all, the catch rate. I don't know if this is just a problem with Sword and Shield, if it's been a problem for a while now, or if it's always been this way and I just don't remember it, but the catch rate in Pokemon Sword and Shield can be infuriating at times. It took me 15 minutes to catch this dumb Santa Claus wannabe Pokemon after whittling down their health to almost nothing and when I tried to catch a wishy-washy, which apparently is hard to find but showed up for me almost immediately, I spent well over 15 minutes trying to catch it before accidentally killing it out of frustration. These weren't isolated issues, but something that became a regular occurrence and eventually led to me losing any desire to catch them all or even catch a few of them. This was a heartbreaking moment for me. It was this moment I realized I no longer loved Pokemon. I mean, if I don't want to catch them all, why am I even playing the game? It's not for the battling, it's definitely not for the story. If I no longer care about catching Pokemon, then I no longer care about Pokemon. 
Full stop. And that's exactly what happened. As soon as I realized I no longer cared about catching even one more Pokemon, the game became a slog and I dreaded the dozen plus hours I knew I had left in order to complete the game. If I wasn't playing this for Attack of the Backlog, I would have quit after 5 or 6 hours with the game, but I didn't. I just powered through the majority of the game, farming levels every now and again, and, like with every Pokemon game, used my OP Gyarados to destroy teams all by itself. I ended up overleveling my Gyarados, who I always named Pokey after my cat, who is sadly no longer with us, to level 77, and he was more than capable of taking on any team, even the Champions team. But the whole experience left me hollow and more than a little sad, like watching a movie you watched a million times as a kid, only to find out you no longer like it as an adult. There I go talking about me again, but I can't help it. My time with Pokemon Sword was probably the most reflective experience I've had with a game I've played for Attack the Backlog. More so than any other game, it's made me think about myself and who I am today as opposed to who I was 10-20 years ago, and that's not something I was expecting. I fully expected the gaming equivalent of comfort food, a game that would remind me of happy days and make me feel warm and fuzzy on the inside, something I really wanted in that moment, but I didn't get that. What I got instead was a mirror forcing me to look at myself and who I am today and how I've changed over the years. Did I expect Pokemon to be the game to make me do this? Of course not, but the world works in mysterious ways. Now, before I wrap things up in this episode that is mostly about me and only tangentially about Pokemon, I do want to bring up one more thing about Pokemon Sword and Shield that left me disappointed. That thing is the game's addition of Dynamaxing. Dynamaxing is the act of transforming a Pokemon into a massive version of itself with increased health, stats, and all that good jazz. Dynamaxing lasts only three turns and is limited to only certain battles and because of this limitation it is ultimately a boring addition that adds nothing except an overly excessive way to defeat another Pokemon. When you defeat a fellow Dynamax Pokemon, they don't just faint, they explode. And it's not just some tiny explosion, it's a massive explosion that always left me feeling bad for the other Pokemon because exploding in a massive ball of flames is significantly more violent than just you know, being knocked out. On top of this overly violent and excessive climax to any Dynamax fight, there is also zero strategy when it comes to using it because without fail, every single gym leader will always save the Dynamaxing for their last Pokemon. So you never have to think about when to use the ability and that just made the whole thing extra boring. I went into Pokemon Sword overflowing with excitement, ready to return to the world I loved for so many years, but I left heartbroken as I realized that while some things never change, other things do change. And when it comes to Pokemon, I've changed more than I thought I did. Is Pokemon Sword and Shield a bad game? No. It's just another Pokemon game, and apparently just another Pokemon game is not a game for me anymore. Anyway, that will do it for this here episode of Attack the Backlog. Once again, I am Mark Krishnez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Sausage Podcast, and on Amazingly Baka, all of which are available on podcast services across the globe. You can also check out the art I make on the site, and if you see something you like, you 
you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. 